What is going on, good people? Whale Talks Wrestling episode 44. Uh, a little late with this one. Again, I apologize. Been uh, dealing with the beautifulness of being an essential worker. So, always fantastic fun stuff there. Also, recording from a location over here. And I have a bird. I don't have a bird. I have a bird that's been visiting me. It's the weirdest thing ever. This bird visits me every single damn day. And he just stands outside my window. And he just like, just chirps around for a little bit and then he leaves. He does this every day. I have no idea why. There's no nest around that I can see. There's no nothing. This bird, I have named it, uh, freaking, I have named it Rybaxel. Rybaxel the bird. It's going to keep visiting me. So if you hear it in the background... I apologize, but let's get into Monday Night Raw. Uh, this week overall was not bad for wrestling, but uh, Raw continues to hold my interest to a certain degree. You know, better than SmackDown. Raw will always be better than SmackDown these days, so let's get into it. Uh, draw, uh, draw. I combined a Drew and Raw together. <laughs> Drew is draw, because Drew draws. <laughs> Drew kicks off Raw. Talks about Seth and everybody wanting a title shot. Uh, Angel Garza comes out and, first of all, his new theme song sucks. I don't know why they ruined his song. His song was awesome. It fit his personality so well. Sue's theme song sucks. He comes out with Selena Vega and Austin Theory. Uh, They distract Drew. Uh, Drew gets jumped by Andrade. They go at it. Uh, Drew kicks his fucking head off, basically. Uh, takes off, takes out Garza. I mean, uh, he takes out, uh, Cien with a kick to the head with a Claymore. Garza and Theory do not want to help. They're, like, on the outside going, oh, boy, we're not dealing with that. Uh, Drew ends up kicking Cien again, throws him out the ring with a Claymore kick, hits the Tranquilo pose, and Drew basically takes him. I hope this is not the end of the group, that they refuse to help, uh, Andrade, because I actually kind of like this little group here. Uh, Vega's whole NXT collection over here. But uh, Drew keeps looking strong, man. It's weird them building a champion like this out of someone that's not Brock Lesnar. <laughs> it's a little good. Austin Theory versus Aleister Black for the Money in the Bank qualifier. Uh, good to see something new. Uh, really good to see something new. Uh, Vega's yelling at her own husband, which is hilarious. She's just, like, making fun and yelling at Aleister Black. So this has got to be a fun job for her. She just gets to shit-talk her husband for money. Uh, Theory uses that as a distraction. Uh, Black Mass out of nowhere. Uh, okay match. Uh, Vega on commentary was probably the best thing of the match. But this was not bad. It's good to see two, uh, up-and-comers go at it. Shayna Baszler versus Indy Hartwell. Uh, Shayna tries to break her arm. She blocks it, ends up actually getting a little bit of offense on Shayna. She kicks Shayna in the head. Baszler basically says, all right, you're dead. <laughs> Pisses her off, uh, takes her down, breaks the arm, ref stops the match. She gets a ladder, swings her into the barricade, traps her arm in the ladder, fucking stomps on the ladder, on the arm. It looked fantastic. It looked Great. It basically, Shayna looked like she just killed this woman, so it looked great. Uh, the she sold it very well too. She started crying and stuff. I'm okay with this. Like I said, they need to rebuild Baszler after building her up for two seconds, you know, and then Becky beats her with a freaking roll up. Ugh. 
Cedric and Ricochet, what, are they, what, are, what am I calling them? Fucking, I forgot. Lance Storm had a good name for them. Air Force One. <laughs> Air Force One versus Shane Thorne and uh, Brandon Fink. We keep seeing these guys on Raw. I, I like I like Shane, I like Shane Thorne a lot. And uh, Brandon's going on me. He's a good shit talker. He's huge. A lucky bastard also has Dakota Kai. Uh, Ricochet almost killed himself in a uh, point in this match. <laughs> you know, nothing new. Um, recoil, he's back to using the code breaker and not the detonation kick. Now, so I never understood these guys switching finishers back and forth like that. Uh, code breaker into the lumbar check for the win. Like I said, I'm a big fan of this tag team and hopefully they keep using them. It's two guys that have absolutely nothing to do. So Oscar and Kyrie Sane with a backstage promo, they come in singing, their own theme, their Kabuki Warriors theme. I thought that was fantastic. That shit was hilarious. It says basically no one is ready for them. And I'm just like, girls, ah, sadly, everyone's ready for you guys. <laughs> like, come on now. Let's be serious. <laughs> yeah, we could be serious for just a second. Uh, Bobby Lashley backstage flipping tires, doing some workouts. Uh, I, I have no idea, but whatever, but Okay. <laughs> Kyrie Sane versus Nia Jax. Again, I don't know why they decided to do this match again, but okay. Well, Nia Jax almost killed Kyrie Sane. <laughs> she tosses her, basically she goes to do like, you know, a double barrel choke slam butt into a buckle bomb instead. She throws her into the bottom buckle and hits her neck awkwardly on the bottom buckle. It looked really bad. Kyrie legit sounded like she was actually in pain. Uh, Kyrie actually ended up getting a lot of offense in this match. A good spinning back fist actually took down Nia. Nia finally catches her with a Samoan drop for the win. Um, I know I know Nia's getting a lot of hate right now. Like I said, I I thought that was a pretty dangerous spot. But what are you gonna do? You know what I mean. This is the part where, you know. I understand it's fun, it's easy to hate on Nia, but, like, look at her, man. She's a fucking giant compared to the rest of these women. Kyrie is, what, 5'2", 5'3", 120 pounds, 15 pounds soaking wet, you know what I mean? I love Kyrie, you know what I'm saying? But, like, there's certain things Nia Jax just can't not do but help, you know what I mean? Uh, so... I'm not really hating on her how the internet is. Like I said, uh, she's gigantic. There's only so much she can do. Uh, Seth's saying that him and Drew have a lot alike. They both beat Brock Lesnar. They both won the WWE title. Says this isn't personal. He just wants the WWE title because he wants to be the one to lead WWE. Because, you know, WWE needs him. I'm like, alright. Like I said, I still think it's too early to do this feud, but... Then we get the best moment of Monday Night Raw. My absolute favorite moment of the whole entire month. <laughs> Viking Raiders are in a car. And they're doing karaoke. I guess. And they're eating a big old turkey leg. And they're, they're talking about how they love being Vikings. And love being Raiders. And then every time they say something they go, Viking Raiders. I, I, I don't know why does Vince McMahon get off of killing NXT tag teams? Like, does he just get off from going, I love just killing anyone who's dope from NXT. 
This was absolute trash. I'm hoping they just forget this never existed and continue doing what they're doing. Uh, we get MVP versus Apollo Crews in the Money in the Bank qualifier match. I know a lot of people are talking shit. You know what I'm saying? I see some people hating on my boy MVP. Oh, he's just here to job or whatever. I'm like, dude, who cares? Like, I am so happy that I get to see MVP on my TV again. Fucking a beautiful clothesline by MVP. Ended up, this was actually a good match too. I actually enjoyed this match. Uh, MVP, I kind of wish MVP won, but <laughs> I don't think MVP wants to do a ladder match right now. You know what I mean? I, I think he's fine just taking it easy. Like I said, I, I'm just happy to see the dude on my television. Fucking amazing promo. Fantastic manager when he gets a chance to be. I can legit, please, pair this man up with Bobby Lashley, please. Uh, really good clothesline by MVP, like I said. MVP telling you Apollo Crews. Basically, he's beating the crap out of Apollo, but explaining all the people that he's beaten. He's like, I beat Batista. And he starts beating the crap out of him. He beat, I beat Rey Mysterio. I beat Kane. You ain't never beat people like that. Never. MVP finally hits a playmaker, gets a near fall. Oh, my God. I was so pissed. I was like, yo, they really had this man kick out of the playmaker. You know how many people he beat with? <laughs> I fucking sounded like the commentary, dude. Uh, Cruz, it's the Uha combination. Uh, then a big cruise control power bomb for the win, and uh, they said it on commentary. This, like I said, I agree. This is, uh, I know a lot of people were hating on that, but this is technically Apollo Cruz's biggest win. You know what I mean? Beating MVP. Uh, good for Cruz. Uh, like I said, they're pushing the man. I'm excited for it. He's a very good talent. Ruby Riot is backstage. She gets asked about the Riot Squad. Like she always, I feel like they can never let the Riot Squad go. They always got to ask her about the Riot Squad. Basically, you know, the simple stuff. She made Sarah Logan. She made Liv. She's going to take out Liv because Liv is an annoying little brat. We get Liv Morgan versus Ruby Riot. A lot of Sarah Logan talk, even though she's not in the company anymore. Uh, Liv hits her flatliner finish for the win. Uh, not a bad match. Like I said, Liv is getting better every day, and Ruby is just fantastic. Such an underrated talent. So, Bobby Lashley was, you know, flipping the tire. He was going to flip a bigger tire. Then he had sex with Lana, what I'm getting by. She, he's like, I need to warm up. And Lana's like, yeah, we need to warm you up, yeah. So they go backstage, I guess. They have sex. They come back. Bobby Lashley's warm up. He tries to flip the big tire. Fucking, they're just like, he can't do it. And then magically, he's just like, oh, he flips the big tire. Apparently, the tire is 400 pounds. I, I, I'm, I'm just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The only thing I got from this is Lana must have the most magical punani in the fucking universe. Uh, Murphy versus Rey Mysterio. What a great match. This was fun. Different. Cannot wait to see these guys go at it again. Like I said, Murphy is a fucking gem in that company, man, when used right. And it's, it's fucking Rey Mysterio. What can't this man not do? Uh, Money in the Bank qualifier match. Rey hurts his finger. Murphy aims at it the whole entire match. Murphy with a nice TKO into a Hiroshi Hiroshi. Never seen that. That was pretty dope. Uh, hits a Kamagoye knee, then a deadlift brain buster for a near fall. Uh, Rey Mysterio with the Canadian Destroyer, Mexican Destroyer. Out of nowhere, 619, Frog Splash for the win. Uh, like I said, great match. Guys worked well together. Charlotte versus Caden Carter. And again, I don't want to see Charlotte on Raw. I only want Charlotte on, on NXT. The whole point of her winning this NXT's title was to not saturate her anymore. Like, I love Charlotte. I love seeing her. But the fans, you know, people are just going to get tired of her. She's going to become female Roman Reigns if you guys keep this at it. 
Uh, Charlotte boots the head off Caden Carter before the match barely even starts. Carter actually gets some shed in. Uh, Charlotte locks in the figure four. Uh, starts bullying Caden, Caden Carter, beating the crap out of her. Then the figure eight. Uh, like I said, I absolutely adore hero Charlotte. Love it. All right. Bobby Lashley is back. And he does. He flips a bigger tire. I don't fucking know. Uh, Andrade versus Akira Tozawa. Akira Tozawa is the ultimate jobber, man. Like, what the hell? This guy is so good. Uh, Akira taking it to Cien, but then Vega distracts him. Cien takes control. I love when Akira does that um, fucking uh, Tozawa. Does that uh, fake, that fake jab he does where he goes to punch him, then he stops, they open their eyes, and he knocks him the fuck out. Super Hammerlock DDT for the win. Good match. Good match. Street Profits. Uh... Out hyping up the crowd when there, there's no crowd. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Santana Garrett. So awesome to see Santana Garrett on Raw. So fucking weird. Like, this girl is so good, man. Like I said, that's someone WWE should be pushing. That's like the perfect role model. Now that Bailey, you know, is uh, evil. Now that Bailey is lemons. Uh, Street Profits on commentary actually entertained me. I'm not going to lie. I thought they were fucking hilarious. Uh, KOD, the kiss of death for the win. Uh, Ford lip-syncing his wife's theme song very aggressively is one of the most funniest things I've seen in a while. I thought that shit was hilarious. He was just, like, fucking angry about it. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Angel Garza. Drew is basically taking out this group single-handedly. Uh, Drew dives out and takes out all the guys, and he starts yelling at Selena Vega, going, Look, I can do it, too. <laughs> uh, Claymore to Theory. Claymore to Garza. Drew wins in, like, five minutes. He takes out everybody. He claymores every single buddy. He claymores Austin Theory again. He claymores Garza again. Drew runs after Cien. Drew ends up hitting a baseball slide and going into the tranquilo pose. Drew McIntyre just destroyed. He just ended these man's career. <laughs> oh, God. Like I said, I really enjoy Drew having fun out there. You can tell this dude is having the time of his fucking life. And I, I'm pretty happy about it. Like I said, I'm pretty happy about it. Next, we get to NXT. NXT. Good stuff. Good stuff here. Uh, Finn was attacked. Uh, nowhere to be found. So no Dream versus Finn. That sucked. Also, uh, Velveteen Dream is this kind of this controversy thing. You know, I hope it's not real. You know, apparently he was texting dick pics or whatever to some like underage 17 year old girl like I, I don't know i hope it's all bullshit because like this dude is only like what 24 25 he has a fucking whole career ahead of him guy's a star promo good in ring good like i really hope stupid shit like this doesn't get in the way of this push dream comes out cole finally comes out my man finally put down the halo and the video games to come out uh, Undisputed Era ends up jumping Dream. Keith Lee comes out to help Dream. Uh, good stuff here. Uh, Shotzi Blackcar versus Antigan Knox versus Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Uh, this was a good match, and they gave the win to the right people. Raquel got the win with a one-armed powerbomb. I fucking love the one-armed powerbomb. I was just watching a match with Vader where in Japan, and Vader hit, like, the greatest one-armed powerbomb I've ever seen. He legit picked the dude up by his nuts. And just powerbombed them. I'm just like, what the fuck, Vader? Oh, God. Um, but, yeah, I like all these girls. Shotzi is a star. Tegan is great. You know, uh, fucking Raquel with a little fine-tuning. She could be really good. 
And Dakota Kai is my second favorite in NXT next to um, EO. So we get uh, Jake Atlas versus Drake Maverick here. Uh, hopefully the people complaining. I, I remember when Jake Atlas did one match. This dude had one match where he lost, right? And fucking the whole internet was losing their mind. Oh my God. They're burying him. Like, just because he's gay. Blah, 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 blah. They did a promo package here where they're basically telling you, yes, he is gay, but without telling you he's gay. Like I said, to me, this has nothing to do with it. I never even knew or cared, honestly. I'm just like, this guy just seems pretty good. So, like I said, I just feel bad for Drake Maverick, man. I really hope they're not toying with this dude. Like, I don't know what they're going to do. Because to me, if they give him his job back, that's very unfair to the other people that got fired. But at the same time, I really want him to get his job back because this dude was out here, like, fucking heartbroken. So, I don't know. Uh, like I said, I just feel bad for Jake Atlas. I mean, for Drew, uh, Drake Maverick. Their names kind of rhyme. Uh, Drake with a nice elbow drop to fucking um, Jake. Dave, Drake and Jake. This is annoying. He, yeah, Drake Maverick hits a nice elbow drop and he hits Jake right in the face. I'm like, all right, he's dead. He has a broken nose. <laughs> uh, Jake ends up winning with a nice cartwheel DDT from the top rope. This shit was smooth as fuck. I, I, I don't understand that being his finish because like... Sure, he can hit that on anybody, but damn, that's going to be a weird setup sometimes. So I, I really think he does need another finish, but that is a definitely like super finish out of nowhere. Uh, Jake ends up feeling bad for beating Drake. He starts saying like, it didn't have to be this way, blah, blah, blah. So this is good stuff. Like I said, I like Jake Atlas. His promo was really good. Kushida versus Tony Nese. And thank the Lord, it's good to see Kushida on my screen again. Uh, nice deadlift Northern Lights by Tony Nese. That was pretty cool. Uh, finally, finally, Kushida uses the hoverboard lock. He meets Tony Nese on the top rope, flips him over, you know, from the top rope, takes him down, hits the hoverboard lock for the win. Thank the Lord. <laughs> uh, really awesome segment with Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae having a dinner. Candice LeRae is now completely heel turned. She changed her hair color. She's wearing this evil makeup. She looks great. I, I think the look is fantastic. You know, hopefully John, Johnny should do, like, get some bags under his eyes or something. Go, like, crazy. Uh, says, basically, NXT rewards are the wrong people. This is why now they are the wrong people. Candace says no one in the women's division ever backed her up. Basically, she's going to take care of that. The The camera kept cutting and making them sound all evilish. This was great stuff. I really like this. EO with a video promo saying that, basically, she will destroy the king's, the queen's castle. She bows to no one, you know, basically like, hey, fuck you, queen. So I think that's next, next week, by the way. Like, I'm really hoping EO wins because, like, I don't mind if EO wins and they just keep, you know, keep the feud going. But maybe because Charlotte is, like, extra cocky right now. So that would be kind of cool if EO kind of catches her off guard and then they have a whole feud about it. I could do with that. Mia Yim versus uh, Jesse Kamea or Kameens or whatever. I think it's Kamea. Like I said, her name sounded like Kamehameha, so I was in. Uh, Yim with a fast win with a protected neck. Uh, Charlotte comes out, says she wants her to be her first match. You know, Yim really helped her out when she was getting started. You know, Yim and her are actually having a good moment here. Charlotte then pats her on the head and calls her a good hand. Basically says, I'm going to do something that no one's been able to do, and that is make you a star. Yim gets pissed off and going like, what the fuck? <laughs> so this is good stuff. I'm telling you, Charlotte is on fire when she gets to be a heel. El hijo de fantasma. What's a fantasma? 
I'm gonna go Phantasma. Lethal the Phantasma, aka fucking King Corno from Lucha Underground, the greatest fucking suicide dive I've ever seen in my life. With Jack Gallagher, a lot. I really enjoyed the promo. I, it's also weird. Fucking, you know, um, King Corno, a.k.a. Uh, Eho Fantasma. He knows 100% perfect English from what I heard. I haven't heard it myself. I just keep hearing he is completely fluent in English. So I have no idea why they only have him talking Spanish, but oh well. Jack Gallagher cut an amazing promo saying, you know, he's still the gentleman Jack Gallagher, but when the tattoos come out, you know, he's got all the crazy tattoos now. A lot of people are hating on it. I think he looks awesome, but basically he says when the tattoos come out, when, you know, the gentleman leaves the building, he becomes his alter ego. I thought this was cool. He becomes basically Jack the Ripper. Iho, uh, uh, the Phantasma, like I said, he's King Corno from Lucha Underground, so that's pretty awesome to see. I always thought that motherfucker was talented. Uh, loved all the mini promo videos before this. Uh, man still has the best suicide dive I've ever seen. This one was not as good as his Lucha Underground ones. I can't wait till he hits a crazy one, but this was great. Uh, ends up getting the win with the Thrill of the Hunt. Uh, still uses the same finisher from uh, Lucha Underground, so that was awesome. Uh, they go backstage, and they tried... Basically, the masked luchador people tried to kidnap him. He ends up fighting them off and saying, like, you, Oh, hell no, you ain't doing this to me. Hell no. So this is cool to see. I hope he ends up being the leader of this group, because... I don't know, when you had, like, the suit on and stuff like that, he looked dope, man. The suit and the mask and all that stuff. He, he looked like Naito, basically. He looked like a fucking Los Ingobernados de Japón member, so. Keith Lee and Dream versus Adam Cole and Roddy Strong. Fish gets kicked out. Priest comes out, hits Keith Lee in the throat twice with a nightstick. Now it's a handicap match. Dexter Loomis is watching from afar, and I was so happy. I'm like, yo, are they really pushing Dexter Loomis this hard already? I'm really happy. He ends up watching Dream, so he's stalking the Dream. He gets on the apron. He joins the tag team match. Fish comes back out. Loomis takes out the rest of the Undisputed Era. Dream hits an elbow for the win, pins Adam Cole, and there you go. That was NXT. Like I said, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good people used, and Dexter Loomis in the main event scene. Sign me up, man. Sign me the fuck up. I'm I'm hyped for that shit. Uh, next we move on to SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> New Day kicks off SmackDown. Okay. They talk about how they're the eighteen, uh, eighteen. They wish eight time tag team champions. Lucha House Party comes out. I remember they exist. Uh, they want a title shot. Uh, Miz and Morrison are just like, boy, get back in line. We get a title shot. Uh, Miz and Morrison says the New Day has never beat them in a real tag team match. It is bullshit that they lost a tag team titles in a regular triple threat. Uh, fucking Grand Mantelik starts talking man shit to them in Spanish. Uh, Miz tells Morrison, hey, you wrestled in Mexico. <laughs> I'm like, was that a Lucha Underground pun? Tell me what he said. Uh, Morrison's just like, he says we're the greatest thing ever. Like I said, Morrison is the best. Forgotten Sons come out and these motherfuckers cut a hell of a promo, especially, uh... Cutler, there's, there's my bird. There, there's my bird. There, there's my visiting bird. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Oh, let me try to get him out of here. Get out of here, Mr. Birdie. Not now. <laughs> uh, like I said, Forgotten Sons cut a really good promo. Uh, they take out the New Day. They take out everybody. Miz and Morrison run away. And I'm already liking the Forgotten Sons actually being on SmackDown. So I'm okay with this. Oh. <sighs> Jesus. Uh, Drew Gulak versus King Corbin in a qualifying match. 
Uh, Corbin is the best, dude. I, I don't know how anyone can hate this man. Corbin is yelling. He's just like, I'm tired of these short people. This was for the big boys. I'm doing it for the big boys. For some reason, he's pointing up when he says the big boys. I'm like, are the big boys all dead? Uh, Gulag with a nice dragon screw leg whip into the steel steps. I've never seen that before. That was really dope. Ended up cutting Corbin's back up too. Cesaro and Shin attack Daniel Bryan. That distracts Gulak. Corbin with the end of days. He's in the Money in the Bank match. Corbin hits Gulak with his scepter. Pretty much, you know. Oh, I just said I'm okay with this. Sheamus. She I almost said Sheamus. Sheamus versus Daniel Voodoo? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the guy looks like if Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin got the Patara earrings infused. <laughs> uh, Sheamus just... Oh, my God. Fucking... We all knew that Sheamus beat the crap out of people, right? He says it all the time. He loves beating the shit out of people. The beating that Sheamus gave this poor jobber. Oh, Lord. I felt like I was watching fucking, um, fucking New Japan and one of the young boys got in the match or something. <laughs> Sheamus just murdered this kid with clubbing blows, knees, punches. Oh, my Lord. He pretty much wrecks him, bro kick for the win. Fucking love it. I, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, Sheamus does this thing now where he keeps stalking uh, Michael Cole anytime he brings up Jeff Hardy. So that's going to be our next feud. Miz and Morrison. Hey, hey. Ho, ho. Versus Lucha House Party. Uh, Sheamus is sick and tired. He takes Michael Cole's headset. He bullies the shit out of him. Uh, then the match starts. Morrison with a roll through Alabama slam into a running knee. That was sweet. I've never seen that before. I've seen a sit-out Alabama slam, but I've never seen a roll one. Uh, Miz trying to do a kick up. Apparently, uh, he made a bet to Morrison that he could totally do a kick up. He he did it kind of, not really. It looked horrible, but <laughs> Miz is hilarious for trying. Lucha Horse Party actually wins the match with a roll up on the Miz. Why the fuck did Morrison come back? Oh my lord! Uh, Sasha Banks versus Lacey Evans in the Money in the Bank qualifier match. Sasha is fanning herself with a picture of Lacey's daughter. I'm just like. Okay. <laughs> Alright, Sasha, you heelish bastard. Like I said, Sasha's fantastic. Uh, Lacey hits the woman's right out of nowhere, but Bailey puts Sasha's foot on the rope. Sasha had it one, had Lacey rolled up for a 10 count, but Bailey was distracting the ref too much. She gets pissed, tells Bailey to stay the hell out of this. Lacey with another woman's right for the win. Uh, there you, there goes my money in the bank pick. Sasha Banks, everybody. <laughs> Lacey actually gets in the match. Tamina comes out, super kicks Bailey's head off. Why are we pushing Tamina? But this was a fucking shock. I really did not expect Sasha Banks to not be in this match. I, I don't know. They are sure taking a long way to this feud and this whole rivalry, but whatever, man. Yeah, whatever. Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Carmella and Dana Brooke. I swear to you, I'm not joking. I looked down at my phone for probably one minute to answer a text message, and this match was done. Why would you build this match up for like three weeks? I had no intention of the match being even decent. But what the fuck? <laughs> the, they won with a version of a 3D. It was like a, a flat jacket to a DDT. It actually looked pretty sweet, so... Cool on them for actually having a tag team finisher. Like I said, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross absolutely do nothing for me. Nikki Cross is awesome, but Alexa Bliss does nothing. Carmella does nothing. I think Carmella is the worst woman next to Tamina on the roster. And Dana Brooke is just fucking Batista. 
You know, Batista Bomb. You know, yeah. Out comes my favorite part of the show, the Triple H 25-year anniversary. A quick word, a quick word. Triple H is my favorite wrestler of all time. First day I saw this motherfucker, I was just like, this guy, he, he thinks different, man. Cerebral assassin. So I am going to do a whole separate show on my top 10 best Triple H matches of my of my choosing. There's going to be some weird ones in there, I'm telling you. My bird's back. Let me get him out. Get out, Mr. Bird. <laughs> um, but like I said, Triple H is going to get a whole entire episode from me, so... You know, I know there's a lot of Triple H haters out there. You know, he buries people, even though it's the Reign of Terror was awesome. I loved it. I, I everyone could hate me right now, but Reign of Terror made me realize how much of a fantastic heel this man is. I I still say Booker T should have beat him for the title, but whatever, whatever. Um, but random guy takes his water when he's trying to do the cool water entrance. Just hearing Triple H's theme song, man, I fucking timeless, dude. Shawn Michaels comes out. Shawn said he sent out hundreds of invites, but only his only personal friends came. Shawn was the only one there. Shawn is talking shit going, hey, at least you got a celebration. I never even got one. <laughs> um, they look back at DX bloopers. Uh, Shawn is just roasting this man's ass. It's basically a roast. Shawn shows, hey, you know, I'm Mr. WrestleMania, but you're pretty up there too. Shows all his WrestleMania losses. Shows him getting squashed by the Ultimate Warrior. 13 WrestleMania losses. Holy shit. I knew... This is why it always makes me laugh that Triple H buries people. I knew Triple H's record was horrible at WrestleMania, but I did not know he has 13 losses. Holy shit. Sean is basically talking about, man, I remember the good old days before you got with her. Calls out Stephanie. Calls her Stephanie no fun. Stephanie ends up calling Triple H on FaceTime. Steph is going, did he just call me Miss Stephanie No Fun? Triple H is like, no, 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 Sean's just being a dick, blah, blah, blah. Stephanie's like, you tell that lazy eye son of a bitch. I was like, yo, this Stephanie just come at this man's lazy eye. We don't do that, Steph. That's Sean Michaels. Have some respect. Ric Flair calls Triple H, uh, says don't let Sean super kick him at the end. Uh, Ric Flair starts crying. Fucking Triple H hangs up the phone. Ric Flair calls back crying. I'm just like, this is fantastic. Road Dog calls up and he's like, is, is Ric Flair still crying? <laughs> Triple H just hangs up on him. I'm just like, damn, Road Dog getting the job treatment even in this. Vince ends up coming out. Um, I know a lot of people are just like, man, Vince looks horrible. But you got to remember, this guy's almost 80 fucking years old. <laughs> he was rambling on a little bit. He talks about Katie Vick and I'm like, uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Uh, they actually ended up cutting the Katie Vick talk from the YouTube version because I guess they don't want people looking it up. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vince tells him that he loves him. They tell each other that they love him. And then he looks at Sean and he's like, I love you too. Uh, says Triple H is the worst. He sucks. He ends the celebration. Crickets start playing. Sean says, don't worry, man. You should be used to this reaction. So, yeah, they basically just shit on my boy Triple H. Uh, I thought this was kind of funny. Like I said, it made SmackDown for me because SmackDown is an abomination. But I kind of wish they could have gave him a real celebration. But the roast of everyone just, you know, just fucking piling on my boy. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. All right, let's end up this pod with A-E-Dub. 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 Cody Rose starts it off by um, basically he he really wants to be Bruce Wayne, people. 
Uh, Cody Rhodes is on a fucking gigantic master computer looking up all his opponents in the TNT title tournament. He talks about all their weaknesses and strengths and everything. This is kind of cool. I really enjoyed this. This is that stuff that Cody does that I really enjoy. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Darby Allen. These guys' chemistry is fantastic. Anytime these motherfuckers touch, it's gold, bro. Uh, Sammy attacks Darby in his entrance, just like Darby did to him on the pay-per-view match. Sammy gets a ladder. He puts Darby on it. Sammy hits a splash onto it, and the ladder did not give. It looked horrible. Oh, my God. That looked tough. I felt sorry for Sammy on that one. Uh, Sammy forces the match to start finally. Sammy with some nice curve stomps to the face, Daniel Bryan style. Sammy takes off. I mean, Darby ends up taking Sammy's boot, starts biting and headbutting uh, head his foot. Darby does this weird thing where he headbutts someone's arm or foot. Uh, Darby's um, bleeding from the nose. These guys are just got great chemistry, man. This match was awesome. Probably the best match on the show from the start. Uh, Darby goes for a dive. Sammy moves out of the way and he crashes into the guardrail. That was rough. Uh, Jericho still hates Pineapple Pete, just letting everybody know. 6.30 splash for a near fall. I thought he had it there. Darby ends up getting a roll-up. Call it the Last Supper finisher. Uh, great match. Darby gets the win. Uh, he won with a roll-up. Uh, this is good stuff. I wish Sammy would have won, but to me, Sammy would have been my pick to be the TNT champion, but I get it. Matt Hardy with a promo says he's waiting for Chris Jericho to accept his invitation. Then he ends up challenging Sammy Guevara, the fake Spanish person. Says he will make him into Mofongo and eat him. Which I'm like, don't bring up Mofongo, man. That's too much heat. Uh, transforms into normal Matt Hardy and then talks to Chris Jericho. Because he feels like Chris Jericho will understand regular Matt Hardy better. Matt is just a fucking genius. I've been saying this since day fucking one. Since V1, baby. That Matt is the fucking genius. Kenny Omega versus, uh, I think, Alan Angles or Angels? I think it's Angels. Alan Angels. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, it was kind of cool to see Jericho talk about how amazing Kenny is. Even Kenny, even Jericho says it. I want the cleaner back. I want, you know, the Terminator, fucking the real Kenny Omega. This Angel guys was not bad. Uh, Kenny gave him a lot of offense. I can see a lot of people were mixed on there that were just like, why is Kenny having trouble being a jobber? But at the same time, it's like, hey, we get to see what the jobber does. Dr. Wiley bombed into a V-Trigger for the win. He finally won a match with the V-Trigger. I love when he actually wins with the damn V-Trigger because that shit looks vicious as fuck. So he needs to win more matches with that. We get a video talking about Scorpio Sky's life. Talks about how, you know, he got a really bad back injury, quit wrestling, healed it up, and he was going to give himself one more shot to make it into the world of wrestling. He joined SCU, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. So basically, we're going to get a, a, it feels like Scorpio Sky is going to get that big one-on-one push right now. So, hey, let's do it. Jimmy Havoc versus Orange Cassidy. Uh, what a great match. This is awesome, too. Uh, Jimmy do, does not... Uh, oh, sorry, I got confused with my notes. Uh, Jimmy is basically just not even giving this man a chance. He's beating the shit out of him. Orange Cassidy is getting murdered. Jimmy is killing Orange Cassidy's hands. You know how he likes putting his hands on his pockets. He starts biting his hands. Uh, sixth spot where Orange uh, trips Jimmy off the top rope. Hits the lazy splash for a near fall. Ford gets involved on the apron. Kip dives on the best friends. 
Ford tries to dive on Orange Cassidy. Orange rolls up Jimmy Havoc uh, and gets the win. So I'm happy Orange Cassidy got the win. Havoc gets right up, dumps Orange Cassidy on the head with the Rampage DDT. And uh, it looks like we're going to get this whole Kip Sabian, uh, Jimmy Havoc tag team thing. So I'm okay with it. MJF keeps playing up his hangnail injury. Says he's going through big pain because he's got a, you know, a hangnail and a full cast. He's got the sling. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, Lee Johnson versus Wardlow. Rest in peace, Lee Johnson. <laughs> Dude, can, can we just take a fucking second to appreciate... The fucking beast that is Wardlow, dude. This guy is fucking great. Oh, my Lord. He's got the look. He's got the theme. He's got the moveset. He looks like a million bucks. It's fantastic. This guy is awesome. I I, I think I got a man crush on Wardlow. <laughs> uh, this, push this man to the fucking moon. Fuck you, Cody, for beating this man in his first match. Uh, they got something here, man. They got something here. Military... Military press slam into a power slam. Oh, my Lord. That looked awesome. These crazy release suplexes. He's just suplexing Keith Johnson like he's nothing. He he does this move. This move is fucking awesome. I saw a lot of people tweeting this move out. He puts him in the turnbuckle, on the top turnbuckle. He grabs him by the neck. He puts the thumbs up, thumbs down. And from the top rope, he just knees the crap out of their face. I can't even describe it. Go see the move. The move looks like he murders them. Uh, Picks him off. F10 for the win. By the way, the F10, fantastic name. F5, fuck that. We got an F10 where Wardlow spins a couple, like, two or three times, and he throws these dudes, like, ten feet in the air. I have no idea how these guys even know how they're going to (laughs) land. Fantastic. Need more Wardlow. I cannot get enough of this guy. I want to see this guy wreck the whole roster. Fuck you, Cody, for beating this man. Brody Lee gets a new member, um, fucking a guy whose life went to shit, you know, he was a cool guy playing football, and then everything bad happened, uh, this guy looks very promising, you know, he looks pretty cool, Justin Law versus Brody Lee, uh, quick, basically quick squash, beautiful half Nelson suplex into a spinning clothesline done, uh, the Bowie Lee Bunch returned, and they're all doing TikTok dances, they're all doing the fucking, uh, you know, it looks like the fucking uh, it's a Mega the Stallion stuff, but they replaced it with this weird like funky disco song. Uh, Jericho calls it Flim Flam instead of TikTok. Uh, whoever wins the dance off gets a little tiny bottle of hand sanitizer. Sammy Guevara wins. Jericho gets jealous of Sammy's dancing ability. This the the, the bubbly bunch is legit one of my favorite things on TV. It's fucking great. This was a great show. Followed up with a. Uh, Man, main event, Kip Sabian. I'm, I'm sorry. I, I Kip is cool. He seems like a really dope dude, but I'm not buying this guy, man. Like, he needs to do... Penelope is a hundred times better than him. <laughs> oh, I'm just... I'm not, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Kip Sabian. Uh, Kip Sabian versus Dustin Rhodes. Like I said, they built this up for weeks. Dustin's like, if I lose, I'm going to retire. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dude, you're not losing to Kip Sabian. Like, what the fuck? Uh, Kip controls most of the match. Ford gets in the ring. Brandy ends up taking her out with a bionic spear. Uh, Dustin hits. Dustin is now using the Destroyer as a finish. He wins. And legit, I was just like, this is the match that they were just like, oh, Dustin Rhodes, you better watch out. 
And Kip Sabian, Kip Sabian go beat him. I'm just like, yeah, Kip Sabian's going to be the one that does Dustin Rhodes' career. Sure. <laughs> but that's it for me. AEW was great. Like I said, Raw was pretty good. Some pretty good matches here and there. NXT was always killing. And SmackDown won me over with the Triple H thing. Like I said, Triple H will be getting his own episode very soon that I'm working on. Uh, like I said, that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. UUUSK92 on all the social medias. BKDragon92 on the email. If you want to shoot me a wrestling message, I will answer it right here on the show. That's it for me. Catch you guys next time. Peace out. Go watch some wrestling.